Welcome back to another episode of Out of Context. You're probably thinking to yourself, wait a minute, last episode, Ashley did the introduction. Ashley should be here right now doing the introduction. What's happening? What's going on? Are we in the Twilight Zone? Did something happen to Becky? Did Adrian finally fall off the grid? Like, did Ashley murder him? You can't prove it. Can't prove it. Can't find a body. Can't prove it. Anyway, Ashley, hi, it's me, you guys. Hello. And, of course, surprise, Adrian is still alive for now, an existing Adrian. Say hello to the people. Hello, people. I'm still alive, barely holding on by a thread. Um, you know, of course, Becky and Ashley threaten my life on a daily basis, so I'm, I'm still here. And uh, how are you, Ashley? I'm good. I'm really proud of you. You've read that as if though you weren't reading off of a script and a gun points to your head, so good Good for you. You will actually get an extra piece of skill bread tonight. Good I feel, job. I feel loved and special. Please water me because I'm, uh, you know, getting very thirsty. You are not a flower. <laughs> you get water. What did I say? You get water. And now, of course, we have someone that's also on the show tonight. But you have to guess, listeners. Can you guess? Oh, wait. Actually, actually, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No, wait, wait. wait, wait. No, hold on. Before you do it. Hold on. Before you you do, something special happened. And I'm not too sure if you you witnessed, if you understood something really special just happened. What? No interruptions. The whole time we were talking, no interruptions. You you, you literally just ruined it. You just ruined my bit. (laughs) <laughs> you ruined my bit this is why I wanted to do the intro was for that bit and you had to just simply say there was no interruptions but it's true anyway, here's Becky, here's Becky. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have anything I normally try to behave I thought I got better after the last time I got called out <laughs> Thing I've been on since the last time I got called out either. So, hello. This is why we can't have nice things. How are you, Becky? I am in fucking pain, but I'm doing very well. How are you, Adrian? I am in pain as well. <laughs> the only person that's not in pain uh, is the host, Ashley. She's not in pain, but... Oh, no, joke's on you. I'm always in pain, and that's not just an emotional joke or a trauma joke. I actually am in physical pain as well, so... Makes it makes it all about her. But we're gonna go to uh, Becky first and say, "What is the cause of your pain?" We'll you know we'll go on the round table uh, and explain our uh, recent uh, yeah pain stuff. So, anyone who knows me in person knows that I am a certifiably clinically proven klutz. Um, so I had to respace the action alley for my store and my um pallet jack that i was using to like get product out it got caught on the door coming out of the back room to the sales floor and let's just say i wasn't prepared for it to get caught i wasn't prepared for it any of it and it was like hey that's a nice foot you got there be a shame if i um ran over it so I accidentally ran over my foot with a pallet jack and it hurt a lot. And then later on in the day, I'm like trying to finish up some things. I had to use the pallet jack again. And it was like, oh, you didn't learn your lesson last time? We're going to bite your thumb. So I bit my thumb. So that's why I'm in pain right now. My foot is throbbing. My thumb hurts and I know some of you guys out there are probably going yeah whatever suck it up buttercup could be worse it could be worse could be a lot worse I could have broken my foot and you guys would be feeling like assholes if I actually did (laughs) but that's that's why I'm in pain that's all okay I have to ask before I explain the nature of my pain how did you bite your thumb? Oh no, the pallet jack bit my thumb. So the pallet jack's broken. And in order to get it to lift up, you there's this little lever on the pallet jack where if you push it down, 
you can pump the pal check up and that part was kind of broken on that one so i had to bite it so i'm like jiggling the damn thing all of a sudden it goes down and when it went down it got my thumb and yeah so i got a nice little bruise and it's it got some skin and what are you smiling and giggling about ashley you can tell me everything that gets said. Can I can turn it dirty in my head? It's a I curse. Know. I know. But <laughs> that's why I'm in pain. My foot hurts. And yeah, but it is what it is. And that's why I'm in pain. Now, Adrian, what about you? Are you in pain? Oh, let's see. The past week and a half, for whatever reason, um, I had a bad rash on both of my arms. Come to find out, it was some fungal thing that happened. And they gave me medication for it. And one of the side effects of medication is intense migraines I've had for the past week and a half. Along with fatigue, I'm very tired. And yeah, every single day for the past week and a half, I've had migraines. My lights have been off so I can try to rest easy. And I've been downing Advil like candy. And now driving an hour plus to another job site here in Florida that does wonders for it also but the good news is I'm uh, in a hotel room for the week all expenses paid so I get to lay down in the comfy bed with my lights turned off and uh, go to sleep really really early and then go back to work for the week so yes migraine is a tremendous thing never had them before but now I have had them don't ever want to have them again please chop off my head now for all that's holy in the world, take a chainsaw and lop off my head. Oh, poor baby angel. <laughs> Thank you for the fake sympathy, Bex. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. And now, once again, I've always said this before, I'll say it again. Too bad we are not on Twitch or any kind of video streaming service. Because as we're telling our tales of pain... Our loving and caring host, Ashley, is just laughing at us, smiling, bursting at the seams, you know, either laughing at us or trying to make things dirty in, in her mind to talk about. Like your smashed foot, my, my hurt head, you know, your bitten thumb, stuff like that. She's just making it dirty. And, uh, hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on. Let's backtrack this really quick. Okay, so um, Becky's bitten thumb, nothing dirty about that. It was how she was explaining the the jack thing um, <laughs> like, well, like you have to push it down and then it jacks back up and then sometimes you just had to pull it and then if you push it down hard enough it's gonna bite your thumb and it's like okay how do you how do you not take that theory away and then when you're explaining your migraine there's nothing dirty about that the reason i was trying i i'm surprised you couldn't see it but i do guess it's between with like the lighting in my room and how dark jack is but jack was climbing up onto my chair at me again and then odin was coming up because he's jealous and getting up underneath Jack and Jack is like hanging out in, in the air because he's a lot smaller than Odin and they're just both struggling and at the same time they're both in my space like right now there's Jack okay now you don't want to come up here all right so that's what that's what I was laughing about was my dogs invading my personal space so yeah and now we've explained uh, our pain. What about you, Ashley? What, what is what is what is your pain? Uh, it's still, I mean, it's still the same pain that I always feel, which is like me having my constant headaches and migraines and my neck pain. It's been ongoing for two years with my accident stuff. I missed three days of work last week. Um, and I am due to get my brain checked. With hold all jokes, Becky already made hers. They have a very obvious one. But, yeah, my brain is actually going to get checked out. Well, just for the viewers or listeners in this case, who don't know what the joke would have been, <laughs> they're not going to find anything when they do the brain scan. They're going to find cobwebs. They might find a corn chip. It's going to be a very broken out corn chip because, like, it was trying to do all the work that a brain should do, and it, it can't because, you know, I traded her sanity for a corn chip when we became friends, so... Yeah, the soul was already taken, so you had to go with the sanity. I was thinking more. Yeah. I was thinking more or less like a Captain Crunch, you know, piece of cereal in there. 
Sammy and Scrapes. No, it has to be a corn chip. Now, is Why it? Why does it be a corn chip though? Is it a flavored corn chip? No. Huh. It's a flavorless corn chip because that's all that they were willing to give thirteen-year-old me for a friend. Trust me, with it floating around in this bowl, I guarantee you it's spicy by now. <sighs> it's spicy dust. <laughs> oh, to do. Hey, that's what they do for Doritos. I'll take it. <laughs> Speaking of spicy dust, uh, dear Bex uh, sent us a message on uh, something that something that we would like to talk about. Uh, topic of discussion. So, by all means, Bex, it's up to you. Let it rip. All right. So, I want us to talk about the most idiotic ways that we've been injured, or somebody we know has been injured. For example, me with a pallet jack. This why I had to tell my little bit about it and go in detail about it. But an idiotic way that I've seen somebody get injured is my mother. <laughs> so. I don't know if people know this, but you're not supposed to put your hand inside a glass when you're doing dishes. You're supposed to, like, use a brush thing. I do that. I do it, too, but there's a reason why you shouldn't do it. I'm I'm going to paint the picture for you guys. I'm sitting in my room. I'm living at home. I'm probably, like, 18, 19. And all of a sudden, I hear a loud pop. And Rebecca! So I book it out of my room. And I'm looking at my mom. There's blood gushing from her finger. I was like, shit. So I grab the first thing that I found, which was a dishcloth. I wrapped it around her finger tightly. I was like, I'll be right back. I'm going to get gauze. So I got gauze. We had to run her hand underwater to get the thing off because it didn't want to come off. And when we get to the ER and stuff, like, it looks like a face. It's a face on, like, a ring finger. It's like two eyes. I've got a picture. I'll have to show you guys sometime. Well, not the listeners, but you two. And we're in the ER and stuff, and she's like, I feel like it's not a big deal. It's not bleeding. I was like, you're getting stitches anyways. I can guarantee it. My mom's definitely allergic to iodine. I had to tell the doctors, like, five different times. She's allergic to iodine. No iodine. Well, doctor finally comes in. He's like, I hear you're allergic to iodine after five people didn't listen, apparently. And I was like, yeah, she's allergic to iodine. You put iodine in her, she's going to die. So what do you want? <laughs> um, and he's like, all right, let me see your finger. I'm watching. He pulls out a little fuzzy that was from dishcloth, and it just starts squirting blood. I was like, oh, that's cool. I looked at my mom and said, told you so. So she had gained stitches, but yeah, apparently you're not supposed to put your hand inside a dish or a cup in this case, because there can be hairline fractures. And if it's cold and it's in hot water and it heats up quickly, the hairline fracture becomes very delicate. And as a result, it can go pop, and then you get cut. That, that hurts. <laughs> that sounds like it hurts quite a bit. Ashley, what about you? I I shall go last. I think I might have something entertaining. So by all means, your turn. So I'm, I know for a fact I have done stupid shit and have hurt myself uh, numerous amount of times. But one, so I looked up online. I, I've read a few good ones and I can't wait to share those after Adrian goes and we go back around. But so one of the, like it, it is a dumb way, I, I guess. Um, so a year ago, we were in Tampa. When I say we, I mean uh, Hazem and two of our friends. We went for his birthday weekend. We went to Tampa and we decided we were going to a bar and club hop that night. And like, so, but you know, while the sun was still up, we had already had a few drinks with us and we found electric scooters that you could rent and drive around downtown Tampa. So, of course, we're riding whatnot and I am riding behind my friend Veronica and I clearly see there's a stop sign coming up I couldn't tell you why I wasn't paying attention uh, actually I could but I'm not going to share that um, I basically I ignored the stop sign and I noticed way too late that Veronica had stopped and she was right in front of me and I slammed into her 
she so by by idiocy injured her. She had a nasty bruise on her back, and um, basically I broke like my toenail, and I got like a big huge cut on my foot, and I got a big huge bruise on my my leg. It was really fun, but we continued to still ride those scooters around downtown Tampa and continue to club hop, and we were fine. Uh, my leg was sore for a week, and her back was sore for a week. She even tried. She even tried. Yeah. She's, bro- she's broken a lot of shit in my house over the years, so this was an even trade. <laughs> this is like a small payback, just in case. So mine... Mine's... <laughs> Welcome to Massachusetts. Anyhow, so uh, mine was stupid because I'm a guy and we do stupid shit all the time. Uh, in my 20s, me and some of my friends thought it was a good idea, you know, just to go exploring in the woods. You know, 2 o'clock in the morning, nothing to do. And we were running, we thought it was a good idea to race in the woods. 2 o'clock in the morning, dark, can't see anything because if you fall, you get hurt. Stupid things that guys do. So, we ran maybe about 50 feet. wasn't all that bad. We tripped and fell, fell in the grass. No big deal. Laughed it off. My turn to run. I ran 50 feet. I tripped and I fell. And there was a nice little stinging pain in my hand. So, I thought it was just a branch or something. Yep. Shined light on my hand and a cacti needle went through my hand. And I was in shock more than I was in pain. Because I had never seen a thin needle like a cacti go through my hand. And funny postscript, me and two other people were trying to determine, before we went to the hospital, should we call it a cacti or a cactuses that went through my hand? That was the ongoing debate for the next two hours. He's like, you had a cacti in your hand. I'm like, no, it's a cactus. No, it's a cacti. No, it's a cactuses in your hand. So we decided on a cactus that was in my hand. It was one long needle that went straight through. Needless to say, my hand was okay. But still to this day, I wasn't too sure if it's a cacti or a cactus. Your thoughts, my people. Cacti. I thought it was a cactus. Cactuses. Cacti. This one was just funny in you because isn't it like, because my guy, like, so, okay, you're with your friends. <laughs> Let's go running the woods at 2 o'clock in the morning when it's just pitch black. But even if there was moon out, the, the overcast from all the trees and stuff is going to... Sir, you're black. You know better. Like, <laughs> you're the person that's going to say, I'm not doing that. Like, where was that? Becky could not wait. She could not wait to hear that. <laughs> or she I lost her ever-loving mind. I because I've done stupid shit like that, boys and kids. I'm a dumb white person that is like, I hear a noise. Let me go check it out. You're supposed to be a person like, fuck that. We're leaving. Well, it was, it, we were in our young teens, early 20s, and we were bored and nothing to do. And running through the woods seemed like a good idea at the time. Not thinking there'll be, you know, really, really sharp objects like cacti just lying about. So, yeah, it was a fun experience. Fun. And, uh, yeah, never did it. What was that? Uh-huh. I heard that. Thank you very much. I spent time. I spent some time in Canada. Shoot your face. So yeah, I thought that was a good idea. But uh, yeah, I was. I was definitely good with that from now on. Yes, I said about people. I stayed in Canada for a bit. Beautiful place, Rainbow Bridge. Awesome. So um, yeah. Other than that, um, Ashley, what did you have? You said you saw some things online that you wanted to bring up. I did, but. I, I, well, as we were talking and as we were going, I had two more, I had two things, but we're going to go around the circle. Becky, do you want to share something before I go again? Um, yeah. So another way that I watched somebody get injured, it was an idiotic way. I used to explore abandoned places, spooky places, places that were considered haunted, so on and so forth. Well, we get to this like abandoned asylum or whatever. It's me, one of my friends, and two of her other friends. Well, we're up in this chapel. Mind you, this place has been abandoned for like 50, 70 years, maybe 100. And we're up in this chapel, and this dumbass guy, who's sober, decided he wanted to jump off 
the side of the building onto the roof that's below. He's lucky he didn't break his leg because his foot went right through. And he complained the entire time because he cut himself. And I'm like, mm-mm, do stupid shit, win stupid prizes. And he was white, so he did stupid shit. <laughs> I've never white boys do be doing stupid shit. I've never seen more idiocy than when I hung out with straight white males. <laughs> I'm like, mm, you're an idiot. Facts. Those are my brothers. Well, I can pretty much guarantee you now that, you know, Becky, if you and I hang out, I guarantee you I'm not going to do anything stupid because I'm way too old for that. And yeah, I'm Your way too... first stupid move is going to be getting in the car with me. I'm sitting in the back. You're sitting in the front. So there is no possible way... not going to save you. His first stupid move is being in the same state as you. Oh. The same zip code, yes. Well, I mean, I have my Gatorade bottle ready just in case anything weird happens. <laughs> I'm not afraid to use it. Save you, boy. <laughs> yeah, that only works with my powers. Uh, I have to actually bless the Gatorade bottle. It, it's like basically nothing when when you're doing it. Yeah, because um, that's the only other stupid way that I've really been injured is by goofing off with Ashley, and she got my Gatorade, and I ran because she was going to dump it all over my head because she shows love and affection when she doesn't know how to show it aggressively. No, you said something stupid, and I'll send you payback by throwing Gatorade at you. <laughs> I didn't say anything stupid. You always say things stupid. Just because I'm stupid. <laughs> exactly. I don't even remember what you said, but I know it was probably stupid. I was right. also, like, what, 15, 16? It don't matter. Age don't discriminate stupidity. <laughs> Listen, all I know yeah. is I was a dumb teenager, and I'm a dumb adult, so it works out great. I know. That's why, you know, your dumbass got Gatorade. Of course, it all ties back into the stupid things that we've done to hurt each other, minus the Gatorade part. So, so I'm definitely not too sure how to defend myself against you know, Becky with the Gatorade thing. So it's just, just the way it is. I will fend for myself somehow. Listen, I'm the bitch who literally, my brother pissed me off. And Ashley's seen where I grew up. We had a basketball hoop. We had a slab. I tied a rope to the slab or to the basketball hoop, got up on top of a deck, and my brother, who pissed me off, I clotheslined him. <laughs> that was funny as shit. And just think, she wants me to come to New York to visit her. Fine. Okay. Yeah, okay. I definitely have to rethink that strategy. Um, Listen, I don't see you like a brother. I just see you as a good friend, so I'm not going to violently hurt you that bad. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's what siblings do, Adrian. Like, so she clotheslined her brother, among other things. I, I threw a uh, steak knife at one of my brothers, and then the other one, he has a scar underneath his eye from a Harry Potter book I just completely, like, murked him with, so. Yeah, I clotheslined my brother. I've punched him a few times. I once punched him in the temple, and he passed out in a pool for ten seconds. <laughs> he didn't drown. He's alive. He's yeah, fine. normal sibling stuff. He's fine. And I totally did chase my stepbrother around with a butcher's knife because he threatened me one time. So. Oh, yeah, I remember that part, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. You watched oh, me you grab were. that knife. I saw, you going, I saw you going down the hall. It was... Yes, they shut the door. There, there was a stab mark in it. It, it was like watching Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> I got called a psycho bitch, but they antagonized it. They antagonized it. They did. They, they always did. I... It. I literally told them, leave me. Uh-oh. She froze. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. She froze. She froze. Oh, no. uh oh, wait. Oh, no, she's back. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's are. back. Okay, yeah. there we go. Yeah, she's back. Sorry, I lost the internet for a second there. <laughs> it was quite adorable. Like, it froze on your face, and you made this really, really weird face. And I'm like, oh, we lost her. Okay, there she is. She's back now. So it was, it was a wild and wacky stuff, Ashley, you have um, as we uh, continue on. So... Actually, I have quite, like, honestly, I have a lot of numerous stories between, like, one of my brothers and my dad. Um, so, just naming one from my dad. It's from when he was a little kid. It's one where, it's small town Georgia. It's actually where my brothers and stuff that they live at, even to this day. My dad grew up there. And on his way to his house, he would cut through the cemetery that was in this town. 
and he was he was past curfew, trying to get home to his dad, his my, my grandfather. He he whipped ass uh, and all that stuff. So he was trying to get home, and he so he decided to cut through the cemetery in the middle of the night. And back then, there wasn't exactly little paved gravel roads between all this stuff to know which way you're going and to not ride across graves and stuff. He uh, he went into a grave, like a big, huge hole in the ground that was prepared for someone to be buried in the next day. Um, he fell down deep, and he managed to climb out, and he's and he's like, "Fuck that bike." And he never saw it again. And fun fact, it's a sad fun fact. So my dad is actually buried in that same cemetery that he fell in a hole with. And because he had showed me where it was that had happened, he's buried not too far from where it happened. So that's kind of like a little creepy. Like if you think about it, it's like he was there, he's there again, and he's in the ground, this time for good. So it's a little weird. But so that's a stupid way he got injured, uh, among other things. Um... Uh, one just listing off for me is one time I was trying to fix my bra strap and um, I moved my hand too quick or it slipped when I was adjusting my bra strap and I smacked myself in the nose and I bled. <laughs> Becky's laughing and she put herself on mute. She's laughing uncontrollably at this, folks. I cannot wait <laughs> until we have video of this one day. No. I won't be on. The bucket will be off if we're doing it. You can wear a mask. You can be like, uh, what's their face? Um, and Dumb Daylight. The Trapper? No, not the Trapper. Not the place music and stuff. Oh, um, Legion. Legion. Yeah, you can be like Legion. You can wear a mask. It's fine. Yeah, but then they want some facial reactions. Oh, that's even better. You can do the half mask. You can do the half mask. I could. I mean, I probably have a couple still from COVID. Exactly. Yeah, so one of these days when we do our Twitch channel and we show our faces, we're probably, all of us will probably be wearing masks more often than not. Because none of, because neither of us will want to show our faces to anybody, so. Not me. If I'm going to be on camera, I'm just going to do it. Like, I want people to see it all. If I'll be on camera, I'll definitely look more presentable. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I'll keep my camera off. I, 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 you know, I think that's the best way to are. do it. No, you are. Listen, you just no, haven't passed today. Yeah, you, you haven't passed today because I made a deal with the devil. Yeah. So people, even though you cannot see our recording, you can only listen to us. Just to give you some context here, Becky, whenever we do recordings, anyone that's participating in the show, it, the rule is, you know, you're always using a webcam. Like we all need to see each other so we can go off each other's reactions, et cetera, et cetera. And it's always a fight. Every single time with Adrian. Adrian, what's missing? Adrian forgot something. And he's like, and he says the same stupid shit every single time. But yet, here we are where he always has to put it put on the webcam or else we don't do the recording. So tonight, because he's tired and other excuses that he says, but I think he's making it up, but whatever. Um, he is not doing the webcam. And Becky told me to give him this one time pass. And because I can't just simply do charity work, I had to get something out of this. And the bargain is, like, Becky is going to do... So usually a task I do every so often for the podcast, Becky's going to do it for me today. Or next one. Next one, not today. Next one. Next one. <laughs> so, hey, yes. Adrian, I don't love you that much or care for you that much for me to be like, hey, I'll write the synopsis for you. You have a migraine. No. I'm doing it for Ashley. That way then you don't have to show your face. Therefore, have fun. He doesn't even post the synopsis. Like, like he puts it like on the actual podcast uh, like channel or streaming service. But when he shares it on social media, he puts in his own little tidbit. He doesn't even put the synopsis there. And I've noticed that it's frustrating. Yeah, it's I've been frustrating. a lot of hard work and energy well, into did. mine. I had to put off shenanigans to write a synopsis. For you to not even include it in the social media posts. You just put in your own little disclaimer. Like, oh fuck, Adrian. Because once they click on it, it's gonna read it's gonna show the synopsis once they click on it. No one reads the synopsis. What if someone Yeah, once they click it, they're gonna listen to it. They're not gonna read the synopsis then. They need to because you're gonna have people that look on your feed that are probably gonna scroll past it. And now if they stop and see the synopsis, that's gonna drag it in. They're like, 
This doesn't make any fucking sense. I need to listen to this. Hence, <laughs> out of context. Yeah, exit, exactly. there you go. <laughs> exactly. So, you know what? But when you're like, oh, we've got big time bags and we got Ash Majestic. Nobody cares. No one cares. Well, they, they care me. if big time bags is there, but no one cares. They don't even care if I'm here anymore. What are you talking about? They do care about both of you ladies. And also, speaking about caring, now, just real quick, and we'll go back to our original schedule program. As we're looking over our audience, at the end of the month, right now, America, we have 262 downloads for America. We have a few downloads in Ireland, Vietnam, Japan, and Puerto Rico right now. Vietnam? Yep. We got listeners in Bam. <laughs> you say that every time he mentions Vietnam. Yes, I, yes, this Vietnam. Is the first time I've said Vietnam or Nam, because I didn't know we had listeners in Vietnam. Yes, we do. Until now, you say that every time. <laughs> I've, every never, time. I, I've never heard that before. Mm-hmm. Every time, <laughs> I've never heard that before in my life. I've never even heard of Vietnam in my life until now. <laughs> and like, Shame. And like, yes. Florida veterans are. Veterans are crying right now. <laughs> no, no uh, they're like stupid younger generation and them and their YouTubes and face talks. That's why uh, they're crying. They're crying on the inside and they're so angry because they can't shed those tears. No, they can't. It's all inside locked within. Oh, it's all Lord. the trauma. <laughs> but no, so Vietnam, that's cool. Hello, people. Like, can we be friends? Thanks. <laughs> yes, no. I mean. Now, see, wow. we, we, are listen- <laughs> we are listening to all over the world here. Like I said, Puerto Rico, Japan, Vietnam, Ireland, and the U.S. for this month. Now, in the U.S. for this month, we had, okay, here we go. We had Florida, Louisiana, Ohio, North Carolina, Texas, Indiana, Virginia, California, Mississippi, and New York. Uh, these are the most uh, downloads in those states. Y'all crazy. Anyways, hi, Welcome. The chaos. Does this mean we're best friends? Oh my god, I'm gonna make friendship bracelet for everyone. That's gonna be a lot of friendship bracelets. It's gonna gonna be made out of beads, but special beads, anal beads. (laughs) (laughs) For a split second, I thought you were gonna say the slap bracelets for a second there. I want to ask you a question because you weren't here when I asked this question last time. Uh, Oh, okay, I know what question you're asking, and and I'm ready for it. Let's go. All right, so if a shark bites off your arm and you have full tattoo sleeve, are you more upset about the tattoo or the arm? The tattoo. Thank you. And, like, so obviously at first I'm going to be really upset about the arm. Like, fuck, I've just lost an arm, especially if it's my right one because that's the one I do a lost with. I want to be a lefty. Are you kidding me? My dad was a lefty. Then you have to be in the right brain. Look Look how my dad's life turned out. He's dead. I want to be a lefty. Um, I'm a lefty. Hello? Oh, you're already oh, wow. dead. That's fine. Yeah, he's dead. Oh, yeah. thanks. Yeah, oh, you're dead. So, anyway, like, but so after the initial shock and everything, but like, after some time to process, then I'll be pissed off because tattoos are expensive, especially really good ones. And I'll be pissed off because it's like, I, they're fucking gone. Um, yeah, and I actually have, like, I already have one tattoo, and I'm, despite, like, it's a huge argument between my husband and I, because he hates tattoos, and he does not want me to have it, because he's like, oh, I married you, and you didn't have tattoos, and blah, blah, blah. Like, when you married me, I was a dumb alcoholic, and I partied all the time. Look where we are now. And you had anyway, issues. And I have a lot of anger issues. You think I have anger issues now? Back then, I was toxic as hell. Uh, but, no, I don't want to get any more tattoos. And I already have my next tattoo idea that I'm prepared to do. It's just me saving my money to it and get it done. The way my birthday gift to myself. And you and I have to get a tattoo together while I'm down there. Yeah. That should be your birthday gift to me. <laughs> okay, I picked it. That's fine. <laughs> Gatorade logo. Now, why won't you? Now, why won't you be upset about Put the arm? Ass cheek. <laughs> now, why won't you be upset about the arm? Why would I the, be upset about the that? arm? Is free, and if the arm's I was born off, with it. The arm was free, and if it's bitten off, actually, 
you'll understand this. If the arm's bitten off, they make mechanical arms now that respond and act better than our physical arms. Yeah, I mean, so like, I, I could be a cyborg. I could be a superhero if I have my arm bitten off. That oh, means do it. Dude, if you get a fake arm, you can do stickers. Yeah, but at the same time, you have to have a lot of different arms, and then you have to worry about the placement of the stickers. Yeah, but the, but you can you can plan them over time, and you get the really cool ones, just like with certain water bottles that people do. Like me, I have my water bottles with stickers. They are carefully placed, and I know exactly which one I want to use for the water bottle. So, yeah, well, and then who has just one fake arm, anyway? People usually have backup prosthetics, anyway. Yeah, um, exactly. So, so, yeah, you can do that. So, but obviously, yeah, you're going to be pissed, like, you're going to be pissed off about losing the arm, uh, but you're going to be more pissed off about the tattoos, because the arm, it's not mainly, you're born with it, right? Like, it came. It came with the package. I've had these things flopping around my entire life. I had to pay cold hard cash a fuck ton of money for tattoos, which I don't have right now. And people that are listening, you can't see them, but I don't have tattoos. I just have the one on one arm, one of my arms. And oh, dude, if this arm were to go by a shark, and this is the one my dad's signature on it, oh, I'm going back to that fucking water after that piece of shit. Now, just my little counterpoint to that, which you're gonna get mad at me. Here we go. So you have, so you have the fake arm. Instead of getting a tattoo again, would you just take a magic marker and just draw it on there? Save yourself some money. You still have to pay an artist to draw it on the prosthetic, which is more money for something that you already paid money for that you already had that is now gone. Yeah. <laughs> Just a small counterpoint. That's all. Just a small counterpoint. Small counterpoint is... It's an invalid. It's an invalid. You're an invalid. (laughs) I'd have to pay $125 for a picture of a dog. (laughs) How much do you think people are going to charge for a prosthetic? You paid $125 for a picture of a dog? Is this a tattoo or an actual drawing? It's an actual drawing of my mom's dog for her, for her Christmas present. If I ever actually get it, because I commissioned it over a year ago, so... Uh, I'm Does your mom listen to this podcast? No. Why doesn't she? Why are you not advertising this, Becky? I don't know. Okay, well, <laughs> you need to do some work here. There's some things that I don't want my mom to know, so. <laughs> I can tell her. Oh, good lord. She probably could. Yes. But no, she already knows, like, she's getting that drawing. But she probably forgot by now, because she's got a memory like I do, which is of a guppy. So, so now, if someone paid you a million dollars, would you get a tattoo of another person's name on your ass? Yeah. I would get Ashley's same tattoo on my ass. Yeah. If someone's like, hey, I here's a million dollars, get my name tattooed on your ass, I'm like, fuck yeah. And the thing is, is like, I'll even take one of the dudes from Saudi Arabia where they have like fucking 100 letters in their whole entire name. Like first, two middle names, three last names, I'll do it all. I'll make it go from, I'll make it several lines across the ass cheeks. I don't care. Give me that million dollars. And then you can spend that million dollars to either get it removed or get it covered up. Oh, covered up. Oh yeah, definitely covered up. But if they throw in an extra million dollars to never get it covered up or get it removed, I'm fine with that too. Oh yeah, I'll take the two million. Yeah, good. Like that, that, dude, you gotta, you gotta up the stakes here. Come on, Adrian. We're, we're, I have student loans. You really think I'm going to pass up? million dollars and i make poor financial decisions (laughs) i would get loans for a poor financial decision (laughs) i would get your name tattooed on my ass y-o-u-r-n-a-m-e i'll get your name tattooed on my ass so someone looks at it and go hey what's that tattoo i'm gonna say your name better yet you should get like if I were to get an ass tattoo, I would want it to be like a picture of an alien's face, like the like the green alien, uh, with its big black eyes, with like a little oval shaped head. Have that on an ass cheek, so when people look at it, I can say my ass is out of this world. Oh, and the best part, if you do this, it's your entire ass cheek. They'll be like for some mouth. Wow. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want like one big old green. Thing. My ass is gonna look infected at that point. People are like, "What the fuck happened to your ass?" I'm like, "You should look at the stick that did it." <laughs> I would totally get like eyes tattooed on my each ass cheek, and then people will be like, "What's with the eyes?" I'd be like, "It's a face. The mouth's just hidden." 
You want to see it? It talks shit. Oh, okay. Okay. oh here we go. <laughs> here we go. You can't, you can't see me, but imagine. Okay, so you know how, like, you do high five? So you do this on each side of your ass cheeks. So when you're making your ass clap. <laughs> yeah, we've fallen down the rabbit hole, folks. <laughs> falling down the rabbit hole. It's not a rabbit hole. We know where we got here from. Adrian, are you not listening? We're talking about booties. It's an asshole that we've fallen into. <laughs> clapping cheeks, folks. God, clapping cheeks. Check, check yourself, man. Check hey, yourself before you break yourself. Becky, he is not being professional. He's not. He's not. He's not. We need a new manager. We do. Wait, he's the manager? Wait, I'm the producer. I'm not the manager. Yeah. Wait, there's someone that's supposed to be... It doesn't work very well. There's someone that's supposed to be managing us? I guess so. Producing. I just produced I just produced the show. What are you producing? Are you producing milk? Oh my god, are you pregnant? It's your baby. It's your baby. I thought I'd finally tell you. It finally happened. And uh, yeah. Yeah, welcome little baby. Welcome little baby Ashley. There's a joke to You'll be made. I'm not going to make pregnant. that joke. I'm not going to make that You'll joke. You'll know I'm pregnant because there will be blood falling from the skies. Um, the earth is going to split in two and everything like that. I'll tell you right now. I mean, as no, long as... It'll be me with a coat hanger sitting behind you. As long as the baby's not Asian, I think we're okay. No, just push me down a flight of stairs. I'm still kind of the coat hanger for precautionary reasons. Oh, to hang up my favorite jacket. Yes. Yes. Got it. Yes. Got it. That, hey, you're, so thoughtful. you're so thoughtful. This is why. This is why we work. This, this is. This is. It is. Um, I don't know. I don't know why it's part of this. Like he's pretty. What is he producing? He, is he producing us? See? I think he's producing milk. Like you said. He's lactating. You know, he that's is. why he's, he's not on the lithium tonight. My eyes are. My, my, my eyes are up here, folks. My eyes are up here. Your eyes. <laughs> wow. I feel like an object. Thanks, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the world of womanhood. <laughs> Speaking of making people feel like objects, hello, Vaughn. How are you? I knew you were going to do that. Oh, Vaughn. I forgot about Vaughn. I never forget about Vaughn. Vaughn. How could you? Yes, my How mother. You say Vaughn? Yes, my mother listens to the show a lot. Well, let me show you around. <laughs> You yeah. just sound like the Joker from the Dark Knight. Oh, let me shake around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that reminds me. Um, so there's this TikTok Uh-oh. page that I follow. It involves um, the guy with like all the needles and chains and stuff. And in DVD, Dead by Daylight, there's this cube when you face him. And when you saw the cube, it he says, you summoned me, so I came. <laughs> <laughs> and I definitely was saying things that made Ashley very uncomfortable. <laughs> I was like, Becky, calm down. Now I'm curious now. Out with it. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, Not in this podcast. <laughs> Maybe outside. Okay. It was... It was like the most awkward, <laughs> dirty talk you could ever hear. It's like listening to Urkel <laughs> do an audiobook on erotica. It was so awkward. Great. It was very forced. And I was so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Now, see, you know it's bad when Ashley's uncomfortable. You know, you know it has to be that bad. I'll tell you about it later. It's not gonna be on this podcast because people will be listening to it and get a completely different idea, or they're gonna find out things about themselves that they didn't know they were into. Hmm. Yep. Well, it's like a roofie on prom night, folks. Just let it happen. Okay. We we got you. It definitely felt like a roofie on prom night for Ashley. <laughs> It was great. Yes. As a, you know, it's bad when you make her speechless. It that that's really bad. So, so definitely kudos to you, Bex, on that one. She definitely stared at me a couple times and blew a generator once because of it. <laughs> oh yeah, I definitely. I was like, the fuck did I just 
now. That wasn't her. I was like, it's not like the steward, like, as of what she was saying, it was how she was saying it. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's what my world was. Oh, lovely. It, it didn't just stop with him either. We faced the clown. And, yeah. You do realize that now I want to play Dead by Daylight when we're done with this, right? I thought we were going to make our characters full of Gates 3 for our playthrough. Oh, yeah. That's true. We had to I mean, that. we can play Dead by Daylight. I don't have to work till 9. Anyways, back to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think it totally fell off fell through us a little bit here. But I'm going to borrow something I borrowed from the Cereal and Beer podcast. Um, rants. What? Rants. Does anybody have a rant? Anything on oh. your mind that will cause you to go off for a little bit of time? Do you really want to do that with Ashley and me? Do you really want to do that with the two most angry females you know? I'm way over here, so I'm kind of safe at the moment. I work in retail. Oh, I, I literally had to coach one of my associates for how her attitude was. And I had a pallet jack hit my foot today. You really want <laughs> me to start. Becky has volunteered to go first. <laughs> Ashley, you can go first. I have to do something real quick. Um, fine. Okay. All right. All right. I'm trying to think of how I'm going to best, best explain this um, because it's banker terms. Uh, you don't really do. Okay. So pretty much here, here's the situation. Adrian, you bought a car a month ago, over a month ago, and you've already made your first payment. You had your credit pulled and everything when you're out shopping, you're out of finance and everything. Savvy? Savvy. All right. Now you're getting, now because the dealership never cleared the title to send it to the financial institution that's financing the vehicle, they're saying, oh yeah, we're pulling your credit again because we don't have the title yet and we have to reprocess your application. You're going to lose your shit, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this was my, my customer. This was his situation. I am getting a, a message from someone that works in, uh, basically it's the, it's a department that gets together all the lent paperwork when it comes to lending, like the contracts and everything that people sign. We call it doc prep, documentation prep. So there's this girl messages me and she has, you know, her manager in the group chat with her, her manager and myself. And she's like, Hey, application, this number, this member's name, uh, the title is still pending. It's never posted. It's not been cleared for us being the lien holder. Uh, we need to create a new application. And at first I'm like, okay, sure, fine. And then as I'm about to start it, I said, wait a second. So when I pull, when I do this application again, it's going to pull his credit again. She's like, yes, ma'am. Does the member know this? And she's like, no, that's not our job to do. Hmm. Okay. So I need to do this application. I need to be the one that's going to call this person to say, hey, guess what? Something that's out of your control and out of my control, pulling your credit again. And immediately, so I threw in two of my managers into this chat. She responded by throwing another manager into this chat. Basically, her and I were doing a dick measuring contest of how many managers we were going to put in this chat. Basically, it was the whole, I put it respectfully, that I am not going to do this. It is not right. It is not the member's fault. Uh, I am not going to tell someone that, you know, hey, should I look? We're doing this because you, you, and you already have the car. So we're doing this or we're going to come take the car. That's that's not great. That doesn't look good. So basically the person that's in charge of our lending department, he's like, Hey, um, we'll go ahead. We're going to give it another five business days, which is until next Friday. Uh, this happened like a couple weeks ago. We're going to give this until next, the following Friday. Uh, let's contact the dealership. Let's do things to try to make this happen so we can avoid this outcome. I was like, okay. And he said, but actually go ahead and start the application, but don't pull the credit. And I said, no problem. And then he said, every, all the notes, everything I said in this chat, copy it and put it into the notes for the application so anyone can see it. And also copy the like other like comments that you had prior in the last application. So no problem. This was at the very end of the day on Thursday. So Friday morning I come in, I copy all of the notes that he had made 
onto the new application. I took a screenshot of all the notes and stuff from the prior application and it just attached it to the application. And so basically as I do an application, you do the first page, which is like, you know, do you have dependents, your income, your housing information, all that stuff, that, that fun stuff. The second page is basically what are you looking for lending? Like how much the terms, what product is it? And a couple other things. On, as soon as you go to the third page, your credit has been, that's why it's always important before you start an application to say, this is going to pull your credit when I'm doing this. Do I have your permission to do so? Always get that consent to cover your ass. So I stopped at the second page. I made sure because I'm not going to pull this person's credit because I was very adamant about not getting his credit pulled. Made the notes in there. Friday goes on. Monday goes on. Now it's Tuesday. And this is a program that we use. And I can see that the application I started was in a different part of the program. At first, I didn't pay much attention to it. So I'm thinking, oh, it's that one manager. He probably moved it to the side so no one would touch it. The next day, I see it's in my the approved section. I immediately go into it. And I see that it's been processed. Credit pool is approved. I, re I reach out to the person that approved that loan. I said, what? why did you... Why did you why did you mess with it? Why did you touch it? And she's like, oh, it was just submitted to just submitted to us this morning. And then I immediately pull up the audit report. It's like a little report you can go into a um, lending application, and you can see for every button clicked and anything done in the application, you'll see the user that did it for every little thing. And the person that did all this was the person from my documentation department who has no business being an application. The only time these people are in applications is they're copying the information onto a contract. They are never to make any changes, correct anything, because they'll message us when they see something that's wrong that needs to be fixed. They are to never do anything in an app besides looking at the information, verifying it, it looks good, and they put it into a contract. That's it. She went in that same day Friday that I had created the application, and she pulled the credit and she copied all the information from the prior application I had done. And it pulled their credit. So their credit was pulled on that Friday. Not even 24 hours after it said, hey, we're waiting five business days. So these people could have easily had gotten a notification that their credit was pulled and gotten an alert. But apparently they don't have that set up, which they should. Um, so Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. This had, been going, this had gone on. And they could have easily came in and started screaming at me as they would have the right to do so. And so I'm messaging her in the politest way possible. Am I saying, what the fuck did you do? Uh, she basically is trying to turn this on me. She's like, oh, I just did that uh, to get it ready and prepared. I said, okay, but you pulled the credit. No, the underwriters know not to pull the credit. I said, okay, when you process an application, it pulls the credit. She's like, oh, that must have happened when you created it. No. And this part, I have my receipts. I took that screenshot of the audit report showing that she's the one that did this. And I sent it to her. Immediately, she wasn't responding to anyone. To be fair, because she specifically does not do anything with applications, I've been working in them besides getting information. I would like to believe 90%. She really had no idea that that's what she did or that's what she was doing when she did it. But besides the point, it's what happened, and she had no business. She was completely out of line doing that. And especially if I'm at work, you'll message me and say, hey, can you finish this application? And then I can explain it to her why we don't do it. So I had to get all these managers back involved. I'm like, this still happens. We all were in the same chat room. This happens. Um, again, I don't think she had any ill intent, but it's the fact that she still did this. And I'm not okay with it because my name is attached to all this. And I don't like that. So they basically did a free credit pull form. Basically, they're filing, they're filing the, they're, they filed a report with the credit bureau saying, you know, this is our bad, the persons don't add it to the credit report. So they get a free credit pull out of all this. So new credit pool, waiting for the title stuff to still clear, and no consequences to the member, consequences on us because the my company has to pay for that to the credit bureau. Um, obviously, I can't. I wasn't going to be part of the conversation because I'm not a manager to whoever was talking to her, but I know my manager and other managers were involved in a conference call with that person, 
to once again be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You had no... I would, dude, I was so heated that day because I had spent several weeks, months correcting people's shit, putting up fires by mistakes other people have started, and dealing with a lot of shitty work and turning it for the better, but basically I've been putting extra work for other people's fuck-ups. It made me so mad to someone create a fuck-up that was mine. Like, it was my stuff, my project. Well, I want to say project, but it's basically my task, my role, and you went in and you fucked it up. And you didn't have the decency to message me first when it's my name on this. I get it. Maybe I wasn't there for the day. And you're like, oh, she's not here. I'm just going to do it, blah, blah, blah. Okay, even then, you message somebody else in my team and say, this is what I'm doing. Or you talk to your manager. She's not a manager. She's basically just a, a role that's in her department. I'm still so fucking pissed off. So now, she's basically gunning for me. Which, that's her, it's her own fucking stupidity. Because once again, people in this department, they'll message us to let us know that we have something wrong in an application for us to correct it. And that goes on to report, blah, blah, blah. This bitch creates a chat and tags her manager, my managers, and me to say, I, for an application, I forgot to include a lien recording fee, and I forgot to notate the insurance information. I go into the app. I do own, I forgot the lien information. That was my bag. It, it was a collateral clear title loan. I had done one of those a long time. forgot that I need to lien. I own that. I made that correction. I notated in the app. I also notated in the app that the information for the insurance was there. It was there in plain daylight. And so there was no need for a correction please to get that correction removed. And normally when I get these chats, I will say, I never respond to them besides saying, I will get that fixed now or got it, something. I, whatever I put in my notes, I put in that chat too, because I'm like, if you're gonna gun for me, then fucking do it, but do it correctly. <laughs> so I have an enemy. I have an arch, I have an arch nemesis at my company now. Um, I, per, I, okay, I do have a personal grudge with her because I don't want her involved with my shit anymore. But that's the job, that's the work we do. But I don't have time for the pettiness. I can still be respectful and polite because it's a job. But if she keeps trying to be petty, like, it's not going to be pretty, pretty for her. It's kind of like being a sibling. You don't touch the other person's shit. It just makes me mad. It's not, it's not even like the whole, like, I get what you're saying, don't touch my shit. It's, don't touch my shit, and then don't fucking break it. And then the, the shit that you broke actually belonged to somebody else. And now I can probably get, I can get in trouble for that. Yeah, it's like me going to your house, playing with your lap, your computer, breaking your computer, and then walking away. And then I'm going, oh, that wasn't me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Things can get out of my house and lie at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's what it's similar to. Well, Becky, do you have any rant? Uh, my rant will be a pretty quick one. Uh, seeing as how I'm back in a hotel room again, not feeling well, tired and everything. And this is more of a me problem. And I noticed that, like, you know, when you, like, when you're hot and sweaty, you take off your socks, you know, and your feet may stink a little bit. But we're in a hotel room. It literally stinks up the whole room. And it's really irritating because I can't get rid of the smell. So I'm going to call room service to have them uh, fumigate my, uh, my hotel room when I'm at work tomorrow. So, yeah. That's my little second rant. You should invest in some Febreze, my guy. Well, no, I've had sweaty feet today. So, like, I showered and everything, and I'm like, oh, my socks smell. Now my whole room smells, so it's irritating. The ventilation system in here should be a whole lot better. But I digress. That's my rant. Your turn, Becky. So my turn. Oh, <laughs> <Simple>. boy. <laughs> so my biggest rant, and this is my biggest pet peeve as a manager, is if I pull you back and I hold you accountable for something, don't turn around the following day and make the same mistake times two. Because at that point, then I'm looking at you, I'm going, do you really want this job? Do you really want to work here? Because I will get rid of you. It will be my pleasure to walk you out that door. 
Um, but not like I had an associate. My my boss had told this associate, hey, I need to do price changes. Please do them. Associate never did the price changes. I had several customer complaints about her the same day. Well, the following day, because I was off that Monday. I had customer complaints that day. One of my third party reps told me about one of the complaints. My manager walked by. I was like, hey, do me a favor, tell my manager that because I know what I want to do, but I need him to tell me I can do it. And he looked at me and said, culture. I was like, cool, because they're done. So I pulled her in, I sat her down. I'm like, hey, when a manager tells you to do something, you need to do it. You need to make sure it gets done. None of this, well, I told this other person to do it. They never did it. Like, no, you're still responsible for it because the task was given to you. That's like if I'm told, hey, you need to make it so that the shelf stops leaning. And I'm like, oh, I'll make one of my guys do it. And then they don't do it. I have to still make sure it gets done. I have to verify that it's done and I have to fix it if it's not done. Same thing for associates because for Walmart, it's associate, team leads, coach, store lead, and then store manager. Thing is, when they got rid of, like, the way how it used to be was, was department managers. When they got rid of department managers and made team leads, associates are now considered department managers. You're in charge of that one area. That one area is yours. You have to make it work. You're going to be that area. You have to do that task. And I'm talking to her. I'm like, hey, this is what happened. This is what I need you to do. Please do this. Zero accountability. Zero remorse. And after, when I called her out for all the stuff that had happened, I was like, hey, I watched cameras. I saw this happen. I saw you not do this. I saw you not do this. I saw this issue with this customer. I've seen these issues because I go into the store on my days off sometimes and I'll just watch. I'll observe. When I explained that to the associate, they were not happy with me. Following day, I get customer complaints that this associate blatantly ignored them, was rude to them. And when I had given them a task, like, hey, I need you to take care of these items for me. This is your task. You are to do this. They had 48 hours to do and they didn't do it. And I had customer complaints and emails, not even 24 hours after I pulled them into the office. So that's my issue. Like, if I tell you don't do something, don't do it. <laughs> At least give it two weeks before you do it again. That way then I'm like, okay, the habit just hasn't formed yet. It's not a big deal. I'll work with it. Not less than 24 hours. Because then I have to deal with it. And I can't deal with it the way that I should be able to deal with it. Because then it looks like targeting. So I have to pull you into the back with my manager and be like, hey, do you want this job or not? Because the direction you're going down, you're not going to have a job come Christmas. Oh, the joy! So, <laughs> the joys of being a manager. I I do not envy you. Do not envy you in the least bit. Been there, done that, never again. And of course, as the show comes to a complete and utter close, any final comments, dear Ashford, before we put a cap around this one for this week? Uh, no. You can find me on the social medias as Ash Majestics, basically Instagram. Um, I'm not doing streaming yet. I still can't figure it out, so I am just stupid. But yeah, Ash Majestics. Send me a message. Be like, hey, what's up? And I'll be like, sup? And she'll send you a friend bracelet, but careful, it might be used. I mean, anal beads. I'm still making a slap bracelet because that's pretty cool. Bex, where can they find you? <laughs> they cannot find me anywhere currently <laughs> due to the fact that I still have to deal with some kinks after the last issue I had when I streamed. So um, you can only listen to my beautiful voice. You cannot interact with me. I, I'll get, for 50 bucks, I'll put out a phone number. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you where she works for an extra $50. Oh, come on. I mean, I mean, you and can't... For a shiny penny, I will give you <laughs> Ashley's address, her phone number, her email, her work address. Just for a shiny penny. Don't you threaten me with a good time. 
Oh, goodness gracious. And you can find us <laughs> at walkerac76.podbean.com. We're on 22 free different platforms. As of September 1st, the Stitcher app will no longer be available. So find us everywhere else or just do a Google search for the Walker AC experience. And now um, the TikTok has been updated. So subscribe, comment, and like. And find us on TikTok under Walker AC Experience. So as this show comes to a complete close, my head is murdering me, so I'm going to lay down. But before I do, we cannot end this show without something special. And no, I'm not talking about uh, you know Becky's cartwheels. We're actually going to talk about uh, Ashley's final joke of the day. Lord help us all. Are you ready? No. Are you ready? <laughs> what did... The atheist beaver say when he died and went to hell. What? Well, I'll be damned. Be right back.